0: Hey Dick listeners, Deb here and Valentine's Day is right around the corner so I figured now more than ever would be a great time to dig into what it's like being single and de- like deconstructing some of the beliefs adopted around my experiences as a single woman in the churches and this topic is hard for me to talk about because I have spent so many years feeling ashamed, um, thinking that there's a level of, I deserved this and there's something wrong with me. And to start, I want to talk about this idea of like the golden ticket to status is marriage. Sounds like a concept in the 19, early 1900s, but it still lives in institutionalized religion. I mean, for starters, everyone gets married at, like, 19, 20, 21. And the closer you get to 25, maybe they extended it to 30, you're, you're borderline entering into, like, the wasteland. And, I mean, you got married, and suddenly you were deemed worthy of attention, leadership acceptance, certain relationships, time, all the stuff that the older you got, and if you remained single, you you weren't entitled to. Um, And it's a really dark experience to to live like that. Especially the idea of getting married at 19, 20, 21, when we know your friend or lobe isn't fully developed yet. There was just this pressure. I mean, I remember being told as a teenager that like your goal was to go from campus to marrieds, the campus ministry, which is like the college age ministry to marrieds straight. Like there's no gap. So when you graduate at like 21, uh, 22, you go straight into married life, um, marrieds ministry, because the marrieds ministry was where the fun was, the community was. The singles ministry on the other hand, which was the alternate ministry to marrieds, wasn't where, it was like where (laughs) women go to die, their dreams of marriage go to die, because it was just not popping. Like it wasn't fun, it was like a chore, and it felt honestly like, maybe because it was called singles, I don't know, but it felt like the purpose of it was to get married. Like your whole purpose of being in that ministry was to somehow stumble across a man to get married. And when you're young, like a teenager, it doesn't, I don't think I felt like it was as scary as when I was in college and I realized I wasn't going to be getting married anytime soon. Um, And things just kept falling through with the guys I was talking to or whatever. And then I go out of college and I'm like, what am I supposed to do with my life? I'm not married. I've built this whole idea of I'm supposed to be married by now. And how dangerous (laughs) is that? Like to shape your life around this goal to get married by 22 and not have a plan B or C or D. Like you adopt this belief that something's wrong with you or God doesn't deem me deserving enough to get married at this age. And then... On top of that, you watch all your friends get married around you all the time. Like, you're typically in their bridal party or whatever, but slowly but surely in your early 20s to mid-20s, you just watch friend after friend get married and be deemed worthy uh, or whatever. Like, it, it becomes a worthiness problem. And I think it becomes a worthiness problem... Because of how much status is upheld behind marriage. Like, I mean, besides the fact that you switched to a whole new ministry or community um, from singles to marrieds, you are suddenly like in the in-group. You're in the in-group. You are able to sit with the married people. You're able to go on double dates with married people. You're able to do the stuff that married people do and live, you know, your young 20s life with your partner because you're somehow complete and um, there's balance and union in you. And I didn't feel the level of how unworthy and undeserving of just basic respect and attention and love that I didn't feel that level of unworthiness until I left and I really dissected this idea of marriage. And it hurt a ton. And not because I'm not excited about my friends getting married, I love them getting married. But I also love still being valued as a human for not getting married. That's not something I, I guess maybe that's something I can inherently control. Like, If I invest all my time and energy into dating or whatever, but I don't want to do that. And why is it so much more value and praise and admiration to get married than it is to graduate with your degree or to go back to school and get a second degree or to pay off your debt or these giant things that doing as a single woman is quite difficult it doesn't get any attention. It's not like, oh, it's not as exciting. It's not valued. It's treated like, oh, but dating, marriage. And it's sickening, it's exhausting, and it's hurtful because I don't want to be dwindled down to my relationship status. My worth and my desire as a human shouldn't be dwindled down to my relationship status. And that's kind of what it gets like in religious environments. It's like if you're single, it's a problem. It's never like, yeah, uphold. It's like, how can we secretly find someone to like marry you off because being single is a problem? Or why haven't you found married like found marriage yet? What's wrong with you? What's going on? Or it just. One, it's just unhealthy to adopt this mindset that being single is a problem. But when you're in an environment that constantly reinforces that belief, it's hard to think otherwise. And two, it doesn't set women up for success even when getting into relationships. Because, I mean, let's say I like go on a couple of dates with someone, I feel the need to decide whether or not I'm going to marry them by like the first or second date. And I'm not being present. Like, that. that's not me at all. My head is up somewhere else trying to figure out and analyze instead of just being present so I can't even be me. But there's so much pressure around gaining this status, label, attention, whatever that comes with getting married in institutionalized religion that I feel the need to just jump to it, like not even... I'm not even talking about falling in love. I'm just jumping to marriage. Like, I don't even think about falling in love. I thought about just getting married. I don't I don't think about the process of being in love. I don't think about the excitement of being in love. I think about getting married. What that was like. Because that was kinda like your life could really begin once you got married. And maybe that was what was really instilled in me is like after you graduate college, your life really begins once you're married. Like, that's the next big important achievement and value determining of your life is marriage. And that's not fair. (laughs) You really think single women want to hang out in an environment like that? I don't want to ever be in an environment like that ever again. To limit me to the point of my relationship status as my value? No. That's not fair to me. That's not fair to me whatsoever. I've seen it in relationships, like close friendships. I've seen it done passively. It's done passively all the time. And it's disgusting. It's so disgusting. It's so unhealthy. Especially because you you get this mindset that marriage is the solution. You know, the solution to your feelings of unworthiness. The solution to... You're, I have no idea what I want to do with my life. I'm just going to go get married or I don't feel loved and respected. I need to get married to get that or whatever. You think it's a solution when really it's not. It's just a whole different meal. I don't know. It's not a solution because it's like focused on the future. It's not in the present. It's not a solution. I hate the amount of pressure. I felt, and I hate the amount of pressure I still feel at times around this idea. Like I I feel so young. I also don't keep track of my age, but I have these great ambitions, these great dreams, these things that I wanna see happen and achieve in my life that for once I feel like I have because I finally got rid of this idea of needing to get married. Like I literally had to toss this idea, this label of marriage out the window. So that I could finally love me enough to figure out what I actually want with my life, um, to chase after dreams, to take risks, to do these craziness, crazy great things. But then to be like an ambitious, driven, successful woman, and to be in an environment that dwindles your worth to your your relationship status. I'm sorry, you don't that you don't get me. Like that doesn't, that's not how you treat someone who's deserving of respect. I remember when I first got out of college, I went into full-time ministry. And this was unheard of. Well, maybe not unheard of. There are few and far to see like single women go into ministry, full-time ministry. But I somehow got this great position to be a campus minister. And I did a phenomenal job with the campus ministry because I was pretty, like, good at relationship stuff um, and helping people. I've got, like, it, it, it shouldn't have been a shock that I was really good at it. But I was really great at it. And I remember not having a say in almost anything and feeling like I was never really validated as a minister because I wasn't married, like, there were so many other ministers that would like couple off and go do their thing. Because you know you have a male, and he's a minister. You know we're just like the perfect four. But then as like a single, I was like, do does 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 my say not matter? My viewpoint on the problems in campus ministry or the problems in with like like my approach to campus ministry, does that suddenly not matter? Because I don't have a ring on my finger. Uh, I suddenly can't teach the big people lesson because suddenly like, I don't have a ring on my finger to validate my intelligence, my perspective of the Bible, my perspective of what I've experienced in the world. I suddenly don't have a say oh, but now you're just being prideful and you're having submission issues to men, which I have been told. I think a basic level of respect is like tossed out the window when it comes to single women. No, that is disrespectful to ever talk to me like that. Ever. And you would think it's just one person who said that. No, it's many people who have said stuff like that to me. It's disrespectful. And then to like dwindle my achievements down to whether or not I'm married. That's not fair. Like even since deconstructing, I'm like, "Oh, I went to Vanderbilt. I got my full stack web development degree. I've done I've worked in corporate America. I've started a podcast. I've done these phenomenal well-deserving of applause things. Taken risks." whatever raise a dog (laughs) and it's like oh it just doesn't matter because you're not married and I feel that even at a friendship level with some of my friends too where it's like I feel like I was suddenly I was suddenly deserving of less time less respect less anything because I didn't have a male, and they were suddenly getting engaged and getting married. And people say, well, you just grew out of your relationships. But that's not fair either. Because I didn't just grow out of my relationship. They did. Like, they just decided suddenly I wasn't deserving of whatever. the time, because I wasn't as much relatable or whatever. Or, I don't know. Like, you really take out the... perspective of a single person in it. Like, to think that my relationship status is the problem with, my, with myself, that's really unhealthy and hurtful. It's not a problem. But I'm taught it's a problem and I'm constantly being reinforced by the environment I was in that it was a problem. I really thought that if I got married one day, suddenly I was going to be deserving of people's respect and attention because that's the way it was treated. I mean, I was suddenly going to be deserving of staying on staff in ministry or leading a service or whatever because I had my husband to back me up. But that tells you something because you're telling me as a woman my worth doesn't matter unless I have a person, Not even fall in love. Like a ring on my finger. Because falling in love I feel like is a completely different stage. I'm talking about ring on my finger. Don't get me wrong. I have a desire to fall in love. I really do. I I think it will be great companionship. And there's a lot to learn. But... I don't think I can fall in love with I constantly am feeling this pressure to get married. Cause I'm not showing up as me. I'm showing up as I'm showing up as the future version that wants to get married. And it's hard to fall in love with if you're constantly worried about marriage. I don't want my status and my worth and my environment to. Tell me that I was deserving of these great things, these great relationships or whatever, because I was married. I'm suddenly deserving of that because I'm suddenly married. But that's what I've been believing. Like I was believing of everything. Like I was going to suddenly be deserving of the life I desire once I'm married. That's what the church was teaching. That's what deconstructing I found I had to change that's the way you're treated. It's the way you're treated. You have, like, no say. No respect. It's embarrassing. Oh, it always feels like the problem. Oh, well, let me go find someone for you to go on a date with because I know blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not a problem. How am I supposed to be surrendered, quote-unquote surrendered, and like my singlehood, if it's constantly being treated like it's a problem? But then on the flip, like... Let's say I do desire it, I'm not even empowered to go after it. I'm taught to sit back and be passive to it. To be super feminine, to whatever. Have a man just show up out of nowhere. Like, don't get me wrong, that could happen. But is that a healthy expectation to have on your daughters? I hated that. And I hated how I always felt like I was gonna lose my job as a minister because I was single and I was gonna get bought out by a married couple and that I was gonna have to leave my community and everything I rooted, I had just built roots in or leave ministry, my job, because I couldn't get married fast enough to keep it. And that sat on my head as a minister every day it was scary, but it was the truth. And, and the thing is, if I got removed, which I, I did leave ministry, no one asked questions. No one valued me as a human. No one asked questions. And I guaranteed, I guarantee if I had a husband, it would have been a whole different story. A whole different story. You hear what happened to that ministry couple? Like that's whole different. But because I was solo, it just didn't matter. It just didn't matter. We could just brush her under the rug because I was single. It had nothing to do with me. It had everything to do with my ring finger. And that's not a healthy way to live life. I couldn't figure out my dreams and my desires I couldn't even figure out me because I was constantly living in this state of finding a husband. Like I couldn't even figure out me. I feel like I'm just now figuring out me and I like me, but I couldn't be in that environment and like me because I was being pushed to the side, abused, manipulated, gaslit all the time because of my relationship status. My relationship status. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Oh, and then putting that on God. I just can't. It's cultural bias and it seeps into religion. And people pretend like it's not a problem. But it is. And it's exhausting. It's humiliating. Yeah. I could never go back to religious environment as a single. And that makes me really sad. Makes me really sad. Because I wanted community, I wanted friendships. I had built a community, but then I had reached the age that my singlehood became a problem and I had to leave because my community wouldn't accept me anymore. My community was constantly trying to change me. I wasn't worthy anymore. That's dark, but it's the truth. As always, I hope it helps. Hey, Dig listeners, Deb here. And if you found any of this content helpful, do me a favor and let me know by hitting that like or subscribe button. You can find some more helpful resources on our Instagram page, The Dig with Deb, or you could head over to thedigpodcast.com. Be sure to stick around. We have some more great episodes coming towards you. And as always, dig a bit deeper.